welcome back to a new episode of For the Love of Weather podcast, where we discuss all things weather and how they can impact our daily lives. We hope, like always, you leave this episode loving the weather just that little bit more. My name is Gemma. Hello, and my name is Ashling. And as always, I am so super excited by all of our guests. But today, I'm just so excited to introduce the Lido ladies, Nicola and Jessica. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. We are just so incredibly thrilled that you're speaking with us today. And I just wanted to tell everybody where I actually found you. If you have the BBC app, they do seven little videos of the day. And that's where I discovered the pair of you in the Lido, swimming in lockdown in the most beautiful costumes with the most gorgeous poses. So welcome to the podcast. Lovely. Thank you very much, uh, Ashling and Gemma, for having us. Yeah, we're terribly excited to be here. So thank oh, you. That's good. So we're that's excited to have you. Yeah, <laughs> all weathers. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We love it. Snow, <laughs> rain, sun. So yep. we, I normally start off actually by asking everybody, like, where did your first chink of the weather and love come from? But actually, I'm going to ask you a different question. Where did your love of swimming come from? Was that always there or was that something that started just recently or has, have you been swimming for a while? So um, I'm a Piscean, so I've always swum throughout uh, my life. Um, and whenever anything happens to me, I just head to the water. Um, it's a place where I feel really calm, really comfortable. Mm. Even when I was traveling for business, I always made sure I stayed in a hotel with a swimming pool. And um, yeah, I just head to the water. I'm drawn by it. I find it mesmerizing. And Nicola? Well, I'm also a Piscean, but this little fish had a rest for about uh, a couple of decades. So, um, <laughs> became land-based. Um, I used to swim competitively. Uh, ah. so I peaked at the age of 12. Um, <laughs> she's really quite good. She's putting herself down here. <laughs> And then Jessica sort of dragged me back to the pool in April 2019. Ah, so uh, I, I wasn't going to be landbound for too long. Mm. And um, yeah, I turned up at her house at 6am on a Sunday morning. Yeah, it was cruel. Dragged, <laughs> dragged her down to Brockwell Lido and in yeah. she went. Mm. <laughs> yeah, into 15 degrees of water, which I have Ooh. to say was rather chilly willy. It, it um, is. 15 yeah, degrees yeah. is pretty nippy. She did get a wiggle on. Yeah, I thought she shot to the end of that pool and back. <laughs> I'd be the same. Just get in there and go straight absolutely. away. Just go. There's absolutely no hanging around. In mm. and swim. Yeah. <laughs> but swimming is actually beautiful. So there's so many positive things about swimming. So you've got. Um, First of all, the impact on your body, it's all low impact and the resistance of the water, water is great. But what does it feel like for you when you, when you have that first push off the side, you know, that first, once you've gotten over the fact that you've gotten in, what does it feel like? Well, I think the most amazing thing is, especially cause we're, we're, you know, we're in our mid, mid fifties. Um, once you get in the water, you become completely weightless you feel ageless and you can push through and suddenly you go from middle-aged lady to mermaid. 
and 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 it's got a beautiful stretch to it there's no um stress aches on the joints mm. um and it's just very meditative it's it's just beautiful and it's also this calm in the pool there's the noise of the water nobody can reach you no phones no laptops no music it's just you're completely alone with your own thoughts mm. so it's very liberating that sort of push off mm. And to be perfectly honest, as I sort of, you know, go through the water, I, I feel like a joyful dolphin. Yes. Mm. Yeah. From battleship to speedboat. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's quite interesting, actually. I need to learn to swim as an adult. Um, and part of the reason, actually, why when I immediately fell in love with you was because I only recently discovered the love of swimming. So it's actually probably been maybe about eight years now and I, I I think if I had have done it when I was much younger I probably would have done it in a different different way but I completely resonate with what you say about how it feels to be in the water there's this mm-hmm. this escapism there's like I don't know whether it's the repetitiveness of the stroke yeah. or whatever that you're doing but your mind just slides away yeah, yeah. it goes to a place that it ne- doesn't go in any other parts of my life yeah. Yeah, it definitely does because the only thing we have to do in the water is count lengths. Yeah. And that's yeah. impossible. It's, it's it tricky. Seems, yes. Very tricky. <laughs> <laughs> it can be. You can get so relaxed that you, you yeah. sort of think to yourself, was was that a four or an eight? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, sure, yeah. I'm sure I've done twenty eight. Yeah. Yeah. Just lose track of time when you're swimming, I find that you just have no sense. I'll, I'll get out and think how long have I been in the pool yeah like you just don't know at all how no, long you've been there no. I think that's why little kids can spend the whole day in the swimming pool you yeah know, you fish them out and they're sort of all wrinkly <laughs> <laughs> in there for eight hours <laughs> but you, you you spoke a little bit there about the mental health side of things can you take us on a journey of that for the pair of you and and how that's been I mean particularly in lockdown it's it's been really I think regardless of who you are it's there's been moments of really difficult uh times for everybody so um 18 months ago something um immensely sad happened in my personal life and um as a result I started suffering from chronic anxiety and stress And I just found the only way that I could actually deal with that and process it was by going first thing in the morning, straight to the swimming pool, swimming a mile. And then I was able to, um, first of all, process all the thoughts and anxiety I was going through. It helped calm me down. And then once I'd done my mile, I just felt like a different human being. I was able to cope with the day ahead. And it was, it became like a lifeline. And this lockdown in particular, even though it's been 18 months um, since this event, I've just felt the waves of anxiety coming back over me. And I I, I have been finding it difficult to manage again. So, um, yeah, I just can't wait to get back into the pool. It's it's just been the most incredible medicine, more so than I've tried meditation, yoga, Pilates, but nothing seems to help. With, I think it's the, the coolness of the water, the calm, the splashing, the stretching. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it has been a lifeline to me, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I sort of swim really for sort of overall well-being. Um, it certainly sort of helps me from a weight management perspective. And I have to say, having been out of the water for two months, I now have the equivalent of two good-sized chickens strapped to me that I've never had before. <laughs> It'll help with the floating. <laughs> 
her off camera. <laughs> She's got two big birds in there. <laughs> have you found that has has helped with mental health so has that been something for you as well I think for me it's it is sort of an overall well-being thing I think you know if you feel good physically and you feel good about yourself um, you feel good mentally and I have to say the swimming for me has been amazing I mean I've had a corporate career and uh, you know you end up getting a bit stiff quite frankly sitting down all day Mm -hmm. uh, which was something that I sort of accepted as I sort of went through 50 and just sort of thought well you know that's that's sort of it but I started the swimming um, restarted the swimming yeah and I mean I've noticed it for example I mean I love skiing but you know sort of probably three years ago I would actually have struggled to have gone on a particular ski holiday because my sort of left hip knee were not right um, and so I suppose you know what I've noticed is the benefits of swimming physically I won't say I'm like a spring lamb but I'm not bad very spring-like um and I just think it, it makes you feel about, you know, it makes you feel good about yourself. It makes you feel good about life. And I think, you know, sort of one of the things that we talk about sort of a lot is energy. Um, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. you know, just having really good energy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when you get out of the cold water, once you've done a swim, I mean, the the sense of achievement is huge. And you carry this sort of secret little smile inside of you all day. And that does energize you. No, I don't. You know, I, I just do a roly-poly victory yes, roll. Yes, she does. Yeah, yeah. Very <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing secret about the way I feel after a swim. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. I'm starting to piece together the personalities and the pictures now that I see. <laughs> <laughs> I've always looked at people that do open water swimming and it's something that I want to try. Um, I'm not very good with the cold, so that does put me off a little bit, but I have heard lots of good things about it and it's something that I want to try. And I just wondered, do you have any advice for people like me that haven't tried it yet? Well, we could start with a confession. So the confession is that the Lido ladies do not really swim in anything below 17 degrees centigrade. Mm. Okay. you know what ladies that is a really good decision <laughs> yeah yeah we we find it so especially because we want to swim a distance mm-hmm. uh, Nicola swims 2.2k I swim a mile every single day and for that you've got to be in the water between 45 and 50 minutes mm. now if you get into freezing cold water it's literally a dash in and a dash out yeah okay. um because hypothermia is a very real factor so for us to get our workout, mm. which, which helps us in every manner, um, we need to be in, in, a, in that mm. temperature. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I would seriously not advise someone just to get into freezing cold water. I would definitely say build up, start in a heated Lido outside and pace yourself. You know, don't expect too much because it does take time, doesn't mm. it, Nicola, to build up a resistance yeah so I think the generally sort of received wisdom is that you know if you want to do cold water swimming and that's something that you want to do is that you start swimming um, probably in an unheated lido through the summer and then you live as far as you can swim every day and sort of follow the temperature down yeah um, but you will end up cutting the distance that you can swim the people who swim you know sort of in those waters will always say um, don't think about the distance just think about how you feel, feel in the water okay. uh, mm. and if you're too cold come out 
Yeah. But let's not make a mistake. I mean, 17 degrees is, you know, it's not balmy by any stretch. I mean, it's, it's palatable, yeah. you know, it's, you can, you can manage. And I mean, the average sea surface temperature, like in the channel in uh, the beginning of autumn, when the water is at its warmest is 17 degrees. And even if it's a balmy hot day, we know how hard it is to get into the sea. Yeah, we're not saying it's bath water. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's not freezing, 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 freezing cold. I feel like we've missed a little step here. Tell us more about your relationship and how you met. So we Let's actually met in the park, dog walking. Oh. <laughs> so we're both um, dog owners, obviously, yeah. and dog lovers. Yeah, I didn't borrow one for the day. <laughs> <laughs> I was rented. Yeah. <laughs> Just rent a dog. Um, so yeah, so we met in the park, we started walking. And then like every friendship, it sort yeah. of um, moved on to the next thing. And then we ended up sort of go, having dinner together at each other's houses. Um, and we, I mean, it was a friendship mm. that was gathering momentum, but it was only until I dared Nicola to come swimming with me that we really, really bonded on a right. level. And mm. I mean, now we're almost inseparable, aren't we? Yeah. You know, first thing, 6 a.m. every morning, ping, she gets two flamingos. And I'm like, we're off. <laughs> <laughs> That's so lovely. It's so yeah. lovely to have that type of pal. Yeah, and then no matter what the weather, if it's snowing, if there's a heat wave, if there's a gale blowing, we just, we head to the pool and it's lovely because we have a chat in the car there. Then we obviously have our swim where you can't talk to each other. And then we have a chat in the car back and suddenly it feels like anything that's been troubling you is put to rights Mm. and you just get on with your day. So it's so lovely. If we could all just to remember to you know to have that little chat in the morning we'd all be yeah. but more so something outside of work you know just I used to watch home and away when I was younger and it always occurred to me that they got up in the morning and did something and then went to work mm-hmm. where in the UK we tend to get up in the morning to go to work and then we try and do something either in the day or after the day but we kind of have it the wrong way around I think you you girls definitely have it the right way I can't do the hair and makeup twice. (laughs) Now we need to get onto the hair and makeup, the pictures. (laughs) Girls, I am just so in love with them. I absolutely, they spark joy in me. They bring a smile to my face. Where where did all of that start? Where did that come from? So... (laughs) I had a very glamorous auntie who lived in Italy and as children we holidayed on the beach there with her and uh, she used to wear these flowery hats on the beach in Italy and I used to look at her and think oh my god she looks like Elizabeth Taylor and I was just in awe of her and I just always thought you know I just want to be just like her so um, I've always worn a flowery hat swimming and the funny thing is, I, you know, I, 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 the first time I put it on, I thought people are going to think I'm bonkers. But actually, people turn around and they're like, oh, my God, I love that hat. Where did you get that hat from? And now I just have a little slogan. You know, you cannot be grumpy when you put this flowery hat on. And then you go to the pool and it it just lightens mm. people's day, doesn't it, Nicola? It does. She is definitely the most glamorous woman in the pool. Well, I, I, I have to say. Oh, I, you both I are. That. Well, yes, my flowery hat, I have to confess, you know, is, is, is mainly for, uh, for land. <laughs> I, I swim freestyle. I, I swim front crawl and there's just far too much drag with those flowers. Yes. <laughs> and and she, leaves per- she leaves pearls in the filter. Yeah, they don't like it. <laughs> so we keep her flowery hat for the way home. Yeah. <laughs> 
what what how do you how do you manage those really cold mornings so okay we know you've not been able to have a swim for two months but it's been pretty cold before two months how do you manage the and the dressing and taking off how do you manage well it? And, and of course it's been particularly interesting uh, sort of you know through this whole time with covid because uh, when the pools opened up uh, back in july 2020 um the changing rooms didn't open up um, no there are okay. toilet facilities but no changing rooms at the pools um and uh, you know you book your swim and you arrive we like to use the term swim ready rather than beach ready <laughs> no sand i hope um and uh you know you, you strip poolside get in get dressed on the poolside and go home so in the winter and uh, we, we are not endorsed by them but uh, we bought uh, a couple of dry robes but we own quite a lot of these um <laughs> But there's a sort of industrial strength, uh, you know, sort of winter dry robe, and they are made, they're oversized, so you can change underneath them. They have been absolutely transformational. Oh, my goodness. I don't know what we would have done without them, because you can literally come out of the water, put a towel around yourself, put your dry robe on, drop the towel, take your swimsuit, you know, zip it up, obviously, so I missed that stage. (laughs) Zip it up. Don't forget to zip it up. Don't forget to zip. (laughs) Forget the zip. Yeah. I think you may have forgotten once. No, never. Yeah, never, cleared, never. She cleared the pool. No, my husband's <laughs> there, so don't do that. <laughs> yeah, definitely zip up. Zip up. And then, and then strip, costume. Strip. strip. Um, and then you can actually face going home because I mean we swam in the blizzard, mm. didn't we? Yeah. Um, oh, and we did. did you? Yes, yeah. yeah. And I am um, honestly, I am in awe of that. That is tough. Yeah, no, it was no, it was wonderful because it was so cold outside. Getting into the water was a relief, wasn't it? Did you feel a bit warmer when you got in? Yes, definitely. Although I definitely have it easier than you because uh, Jessica swims uh, head up, breaststroke. Yeah. So, you know, she's exposed to the elements. That's because I'm so nosy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just googling everyone. (laughs) Turtle. But yeah, in the winter, our advice would definitely be spend as little time poolside as you possibly can. Is there any weather that you wouldn't swim in or will you literally swim in all weather? Whatever the weather. Yeah, whatever the weather. If the pool's open, you're going. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Nothing will hold us back. (laughs) And there's something very um, exciting somehow, actually, Mm -hmm. about sort of swimming in the rain and the snow um and the gales do you yeah. remember that gale there was mm. all these leaves flying around yeah. the lido we were like whoa it's just lovely <laughs> being under the sky and then I mean obviously I don't see very much swimming front crawl but it, you know when it's sunny you get these amazing and you know, it's all sort of flicking around the bottom of the pool and it's yeah just lovely mm. and you know that's sort of kind of when you're breathing under your arm you know you just catch it and uh Mm. yeah i know it's 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 the most wonderful thing actually about swimming outdoors yeah and that you swim under the weather yeah so this brings me to another question actually i'm wondering now do you prefer bad weather because maybe the pool is less busy No, there is something about the sense of achievement. I mean, I love the days when I look out the window and it's really, really, you know, there's only a type of grey that we get here in England, that deep, deep, sombre grey. It's a nimbostratus cloud. It has no texture. It's just deadly. It's called a nimbostratus cloud. We know it well. 
I shall have to write that down. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then and the, with the drizzle as well. And you think, oh, most people are just crawling out of their beds and thinking, no. And I think, nope, we're off to the mm. pool. <laughs> and the pool is always blue. And that's the other thing that's so surreal, isn't mm. it? Because yep. you're in this sort of um, oasis of blue under this umbrella of bad weather. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have... I mean, after I swim, I'm always hungry. Oh, always hungry. Yeah. Do you have a go-to snack after you've been for a swim? Or is it just straight to have breakfast? Yeah, straighten my head in the cupboard. No, um, I just <laughs> myself. I would that would be me. I would just be in the cupboard, like just eating everything. <laughs> I hold her back with the yeah. lasso. <laughs> Down, Nicola, down. Yeah. down. She, she's always got a bunch of bananas in the car. <laughs> I, I didn't know what you were going to say. Silly got a banana. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're a real go-to food. Yeah. Absolutely excellent. I mean, if ever we mm. run out of bananas, there's a total panic. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It is it is a good one after but still even after a banana I could still just shovel in the oh like three I just have another banana. <laughs> <laughs> I always want crisps. I don't know where it is. I always want a bag of crisps Maybe after I've been swimming. Or oh, toast. Oh. Toast with loads of butter. Yeah, I must say I like toast. Mm. Buttery That's toast. With yeah. Mm. You always go- feel oh, as well swimming. like you can really deserve it, you know, because yeah, you've, yeah. you've done the hard work yeah. to eat it. I think it I think it was crisps because of the vending machine when we were little. Yes. Remember, yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember my dad taking me to swimming lessons and we were allowed two P to put in the vending machine to get quavers. Wow. <laughs> oh, I love it. Listen, quaver is very much alive and kicking in, in Oh, my I love quavers. <laughs> yeah, my house as well. We love a bag of quavers here. <laughs> I was like, what's it? Oh, oh they're good yes. yeah. They're good. yeah I haven't actually like had them in a while on your tongue mm. Mm. my latest one is um pickled onion monster munch oh I love a monster nice. munch <laughs> do like a pickled onion monster munch I go to crisp at the moment <laughs> I'm hungry now I'm like what, what can I eat and also do you know the problem is now actually with vending machines I have we have one in work and um I never have any money because I don't use money anymore uh, just no, use cash an apple pay or a card or you know that that's it i don't have any money which is probably probably better for my waistline but anyhow <laughs> let's just jump to some of the pictures that you take do you do you spend much time like creating them or uh like deciding what's going to happen and how often do you take them like like what's your do you have a plan around them yeah so uh, i suppose we we tend to shoot either sort of uh well always once a week uh, okay. maybe twice a week um it just depends We've probably taken most of our indoor pictures when we haven't been able to swim, ah, yes. which I guess okay. was where it all started. Anyway, we, we'd set up this Instagram account, Lido Ladies London, in uh, January 2020 because we were sort of noticing the benefits of swimming and how mm. great it was for us sort of both mentally and physically and wanted to sort of spread the word. And then, of course, all the pools closed when there was lockdown on March the 20th last year and we had nothing to post. And then, you know, the madness started, Um, but it started because we were doing all these very long walks together and we used to walk and talk. And uh, 
I don't know, we just sort of decided that we would start <laughs> taking these photographs. We fell into Poundland, which was the only shop that was selling more than food that was open. Right. Started buying all these props. Yeah. And it just got madder and madder. And at first we were sort of entertaining our friends and family. Um, and then we started posting pictures and people started commenting and then we just, it became a mission, didn't it? To, we started following um, government headlines, um, getting, propping it from, all from Poundland and just trying to get our messages to be more cryptic, more clever, challenging ourselves with budgets. Mm. We used to say we couldn't spend more than five pounds on a picture. <laughs> and we had to accessorize them and... Um, yeah, I mean, we just had so much fun, mm. didn't we? Mm. And we're still having fun doing it. It comes across in the photos. You can just tell that the you really enjoy it. Magic. And, yeah. And it brings so much joy as, as you're looking through as well. You're just like, oh, it just brings a smile to your face as well. Oh, it also makes me want to buy myself a flowery hat if and when the time comes for me to actually dunk my head back in the water again you you make yourself make yourself one one. you (laughs) You know it's so funny I feel so silly now because for years I've always wanted a pink swim hat and and I've actually thought about I've had this thought and this little small conversation in my head all the time every time I you know occasionally your swim hat it's going to burst something and happen to it always the day when you really want to swim and then you go to put it on and it'll just like snap on you that really really want a pink swim hat I love pink as color and I never buy one because I'm always afraid I'll stand out more I need to rethink this Mm. just think that you want to stand out that you yeah. want to make someone smile. Well, I want to make myself smile getting into the yeah. water, which is yeah. why I wanted a pink swim hat and 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 like some brighter coloured swimsuit. And I always go for something, you know, uh, darker or dull. But I'm I'm going to change that now. You've inspired me. I'm gonna I'm gonna get into the pool with like pink goggles, pink swim hat. Yeah. Do it. I'm gonna buy myself a big flamingo and take that to the pool next time I go. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yes, you you need to find something that makes you feel joyful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. 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 And you put the hat on and you just smile. You do. You can't be grumpy in that mm. in a flowery hat. You just I can't. Can, and you can't True. be grumpy watching somebody in it either. I agree <laughs> with you. And I think actually for other swimmers as well, you know, if you're actually at the point in the pool or if it's quite early in the morning, you know, people who are in the pool are, you know, a little bit more dedicated to swimming or maybe they're trying to work the swim in around their day or and so you know that they're going to appreciate it as well. So you actually are in like-minded company, but perhaps we just forget that sometimes. And we don't talk enough. You yeah. know, in the morning. Like just you, to say, yeah, good morning to someone. Yeah. But it's it good. Is, I talk too much. <laughs> People swim away from me. Like, I want to get away from that woman. Just think oh, you're not her. Encouraging <laughs> them to do lengths. I'll come and I'll swim next to you. We're going to have a chat while we swim. That's what we'll do. That's what I would do with people. I'll be like, you go in that lane, I'll go in this lane, and we'll just yeah. chat as we pass yeah. in the lane. That's what I would do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what, that would be me as well, so I'll be doing that. It's amazing a- quickly swim, people swim away from me. Mm. <laughs> the, uh, you- the swimming community, though, is incredibly welcoming. Yeah. They really are. Yeah. It's sort of, you know, very forgiving, really. Yeah, I think, you know, people just, you know, are so supportive of anyone who turns up at the pool, particularly in, you know, foul weather. Um, It's like, woohoo, go you. Yeah. Mm. Do you have any recommendations for any Lidos in London? Mm. I'm in London. Um, I don't really know where to start, really. I see loads of them around. I think, I don't know. Which one should I go to? Are you north or south of the river? I am north of the river. North of the river. Well, your two best options. Okay. The heated Lido over in Hackney. 
Uh, oh, okay. Maidu, and that's lovely. Um, and then there is the Parliament Hill Lido and the mm. Primrose Hill, which is unheated. Okay. But you love that because... Oh, it is the most amazing pool because they've lined the actual tank of the pool with stainless steel. So if you go on a spring or a summer's day, it's like swimming in the shell of an oyster. I mean, oh, it, it wow. just, it's a surreal experience. It lifts you. I mean, I came out of that pool. I was so inspired. You know, it, it's just, it's stunning. Absolutely stunning. That is um, a and really they've good also, tip. They've introduced this um, lane system um, with COVID, but the manager, when we were there, actually said it's been so successful that they're thinking of keeping it going forward. So you swim in a lane, it's very uncrowded, people are very um, respectful, and you can have such a glorious swim. Mm. Mm. I mean, they're both, you know, lovely, lovely pools. I mean, London Fields is brilliant in the winter, um, well, mm. for us anyway, because it's heated. Uh, in fact, we went there on your birthday last year, because yeah. um, we'd been swimming indoors. There's a 50 metre pool up at Crystal Palace that uh, was open last year, and we were using that, but it was a birthday treat uh, to go to uh, London Fields Lido and we didn't get out did we no we were just in there no. we could not get out no. and we just kept going I know down, I thought we down. were going to be arrested <laughs> <laughs> the lifeguard was like it's, watching us how long have they been in there <laughs> uh, I'm going to try those I really hope that I go one day and you're there and I just like hi oh, yeah no that would be great mm. I have just remembered one of my first dates with my other half was to a 50 meter swimming pool oh I just remember oh. it was the olympic park um swimming pool and he we where we were living we were living in the, the aquatic center yes and yeah. i actually did i had seen the olympics but i had never actually seen i just somehow didn't know what the outside of it looked like so i was still walking up to the building thinking to myself i don't know what, what are we doing like what are we doing here and when when we got in um, I, I he just he said to me oh you know uh, this is your 50 meter swimming pool you're going to go for a swim this was like for a date and I was like oh my god it's amazing and I was like <laughs> it's amazing like, I mean like, architecturally it's like swimming in the belly of a whale it is it was is. just so it was awesome and then when we actually both got into the water at the same time and he just turned around to me and he said to me it's okay I'll see you in 50 minutes go on and I remember at that point thinking, oh, this person knows me really well. Like <laughs> that, that, that was a, that was a date. And that he also was like, go on off and do your own thing. And I was, yeah, gosh, I've just remembered that now. It's a, oh, it's a good lovely. pool. It's a good pool. I remember when I went first went there, it was the first time I'd been in a 50 meter pool and I did a length and I was like, oh gosh, it's so much longer than I thought it was going to be. And I was like, I don't yeah. know how many of these I can manage. And then you do a few things. Okay. Yeah. I've got this. Yeah. I've got this. But it's a yeah. great pool, that one. I like that one. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah definitely. And I was thinking of, and I've swam with the one in Glasgow as well. But I do tend to, when I, well, when we did do a little bit more traveling, I ha always Google the, the swimming pools in the area. And it's something I try and do when I go and visit somewhere is go and swim in, in the local swimming pool. All the better if it's a, a 50 meter, 50 meter one. So, do you have an example of your worst swim? Have you ever had a swim that just completely put you off for a few days? Oh, I don't know that we have. You know what? That's the that's the first time we've ever been asked that. Yes. And um, I think I'm rendered speechless. Yes. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think 
we've had one. No. Maybe that one time, though, I had an injury after the second lockdown. We were walking um, eight to ten miles a day just to try and keep up our level of fitness. Why eight to ten miles a day? Yeah, I don't, I don't ask That's us That's amazing. Why. Don't ask us why. Well, I thought you were, but I must say about three miles of that must have been round and round your kitchen because I, I only ever kept that five. <laughs> Maybe smaller steps or something. Anyway, my my hip and my knee really, really went. And then there was that time, wasn't there, that I was really struggling to swim. And I had to swim with a float between my legs and do arms mm. only. And it was a, it, yeah, it was a struggle. But that's, that's about it, isn't it? We love our swims. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I have to confess, I mean, I got, one of the reasons I didn't swim for, well, probably about sort of 25 years in terms of sort of really kind of swimming in the way that we do now and the way that I did previously was that I, I was bored, uh, to be frank. I was bored with it. I was bored swimming up, down, up, down. After these lockdowns, I will never, ever take something <laughs> for granted again. Yeah, never. Yeah. Um, and quite frankly, you know, any pool is a wonderful pool. Yeah. Mm. I think we're getting a bucket right now. Mm. We're not yeah. going to that happen. Yeah, I think um, I think it's it's yeah definitely something that we all hear. The simplest things now feel just actually, do you know, just I think even just hugging somebody mm. is is you know it's those uh, those simple things in life, definitely. isn't it? We just didn't know how lucky we were, did we? It takes uh, yeah, it's been a, been a tough year. Right, ladies, we're actually racking up the time here pretty quickly. So, Gemma, we're going to jump to the quick fire round. Uh, so okay. we have a couple of questions for you just so we can get to know you a little bit more. Gemma, do you want to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although I must point out on the quick fire end, I do tend to interrupt only because I'm quite nosy and I want to know more details. So we'll go as quick as we can, but we call yeah. it the quick fire round. Gemma, do you want to take it away? Yeah. So your favorite season, it can be weather related or it could be just your favorite season that you like to swim in. Autumn, definitely. Same here. Yeah. Why? 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 Love the colours. I love the temperature. Um, I also lived in America for a while, and um, the fall season there was just absolutely yeah. stunning. I mean, just these, you know, sort of blue skies, sunshine. And I think, you know, sort of over here, you just get some amazing mm. autumnal days. And I love the way after the heat, well, the heat, <laughs> the warmth of the English summer, um, suddenly there's a wind in the air. Um, it's a very fragrant season. Suddenly yeah. everything is, I don't know, all your senses are open, much more than any other season. I know people talk about spring and blossom, but for me, the autumn leaves and bonfires and conkers and the wind and the fog, and I just love it. I agree. Autumn's my favourite as well. Yeah. I, think it's, I think it's the best one. And well, you now, now I'm having to rethink my spring one because spring is my favourite because the days get longer, but now I'm not so oh, sure oh. after listening to that. It's when you hear other people tell, tell you their season, do you think, oh, actually, that's a really good argument. Very Maybe good I need voice. to switch from yeah. my idea. I've been yeah. swayed a few times, but you've just convinced me again that we are right. Autumn is the best one. <laughs> you know, I think in autumn as well, for the Lidos, a lot of them are in parks. So you do actually get yeah. to come through and, and, and the changing season is very apparent. Yeah. Where if you're on your journey back and forth to work, you're not always, always paying attention to what's around you. Mm. Your favourite pool to swim in? Well, we did go on a bit of a tour, didn't we, last summer? Well, yeah. I, I think we both vote for uh, Hillingdon. Oh, okay. Yeah, over in uh, 
over in well west london sort of middlesex way yeah and uh, that is absolutely stunning we were there on one of the heat wave days um jessica was actually photographed there and uh, turned up on the front of the times the following day mm-hmm. oh, amazing <laughs> yes yeah yes. but it's in it's an incredible experience because they've restored it to the dolce vita art deco oh, yeah. architecture so all the buildings are painted in that sparkling white you come through the turnstile and and it's it's sort of like a little secret because the turnstile is very low key and you come through and suddenly there's this amazing mm. fountain and then to the right, there's a, a wall of Odenil tiles um, and it's a bank of showers and the lifeguards mm. have those old wooden stepped ladders. Um, and it, it's a bit like going to Miami for the day. Mm. I mean, it was just so beautiful. Yeah, it was spectacular. It and, was, you know, we yeah. were so lucky with the weather and incredible blue sky and this amazing white, white paint. And... Uh, it's quite sort of uplifting, really, because if you look at uh, photographs of uh, Hillingdon Lido taken in 2007, it, it is one of the sort of saddest things. You know, the pool is drained, it's covered in graffiti, the whole place is completely dilapidated, and it benefited from uh, funding for the 2012 Olympics. Uh, they built a 50 metre indoor pool and also refurbished the uh, outdoor facility. And I, I don't know, I just think it's sort of very hopeful for a lot of those campaigns to get, you know, some of the Lidos that uh, have shut or sort of need refurbishment uh, back up and running again. Yeah. Do you know, actually, yeah. Art Deco is something that always comes to mind when I see your pictures. And actually, art, I mean, there's so much Art Deco around London, especially inside buildings. Perhaps you don't see it as much now on the outside, just, you know, with cladding changing and things like that. But on some of the inside of the buildings, oh, it's just, it's stunning. It's like being transported back in time. Mm. Tea or Coffee. Coffee. Mm, depends on the time of day for me. Yeah, always. Would you tell? <laughs> well, I'm coffee only. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm coffee in the morning, mm-hmm. and then uh, tea probably as the day goes on. I'm really only allowed two coffees in the day. I, I get a bit overexcited if I have yes. more than that. It comes unnecessary. <laughs> <It's so laughs> I have to switch out to a herbal tea, you know. To <laughs> We like to ask people, snow, yes or no? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Every oh, single yes. day, every single day, all day, all year. <laughs> well, you see, I am, I'm yes, but I'm like snow for 48 hours. It's like, let's enjoy it, and then it just needs to go. Yeah. Without, you know, sort of leaving any black ice behind. Yeah. You know, it needs yeah. to arrive, and it needs to go. Yeah. yeah. No, As, I could live in Lapland. Mm. I love it. I absolutely love it. <laughs> As forecasters, we tend to, well, a lot of people we've spoken to, we like snow when we're not working. When we're not working. When we're working, we don't really want but snow. No, I'm, I'm very like you as well. I, I hate the messiness afterwards. And I, I have, you know, uh, the the for each year that goes by in my life, I'm more afraid of breaking something. So I'm like, the snow looks great, but does don't know ice. I don't want any ice. <laughs> Jammy Dodgers or Jeffa Cakes? Jammy Dodger absolutely mm. i concur yeah especially if you can nibble around and keep the jammy bit for the last there's a confession as you see you couldn't dunk a jaffa cake it would just all disintegrate it would be that's true if you I did it really like... quick though yeah mm. yeah i just don't like the spongy bit underneath 
you know, with the jammy dodgy, it's nice and crunchy all the way through, and then you've just got that jammy bit in the middle. Yeah, you can <laughs> deconstruct both of them in quite an interesting way. You can. Yeah, no, true. Sure. you can. Yeah. yeah, I'd probably just eat the orange bit then and chuck the spongy bit away. No, I nibble round the edge, then mm. I nibble the chocolate off the remaining top bit, and then say, and the I orange. peel off the orange bit, eat that, and then I eat the spongy bit. How long does that? I love that. Well, it's quite an quite an operation. Obviously. <laughs> I do it a similar way, actually, when I defecate. <laughs> Put you in the broom cupboard mm, for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to get some posts of you doing that in stages just to see. <laughs> but you know what? I bet you you'd have a huge response from that. The biscuit questions are very personal. Oh, yeah. You, know, oh, yeah. you can tell a lot from a person by that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like that ad where, you know, how do you eat an after eight? Yeah, 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 yeah. If you were a fruit or vegetable, what would you be? Well, if you are what you eat, I would be a banana. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd probably be a tomato. <laughs> Why would you be a tomato? I just love tomatoes. Mm. I grow them, I eat them, I sniff them. I just love tomatoes. <laughs> I love the fact now as well, you can buy all these like really exotic ones, yellow ones, orange ones, you know, different shapes, tiny ones, big ones, squashed ones, oval ones. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm definitely a tomato. Oh, yeah. Do you know, I don't actually like big, massive tomatoes, but the little ones I like, but a homegrown tomato from someone. Oh, yeah. My, my crop mm, last summer like was Well, you want yeah. to try, though, there's this big tomato and it's called Jack Hawkins. They sell them in Waitrose. I mean, they're ridiculously expensive. But once you've had a Jack Hawkins tomato... We never go back. Don't go back. back. (laughs) I dread to think how much I've spent on those tomatoes. (laughs) That's my pension gone. (laughs) If you could invite one person to dinner, it could be anybody, who would it be? From the past, who would it be? Or now, or anyone? Danny DeVito. Oh, good shout! Yeah, yeah. Why is that? So funny, so interesting. Um, I think he'd make great conversation. Colin Firth. Yeah, I have loved him for more than (gasps) half my life. Yeah, I've remained faithful to him as well. I have not been, you know, my head has not been turned by other movie stars. Many women would agree with you there. Mm, There's an alarming site on Instagram. I have discovered why I was even looking at it. I can't even begin to imagine, but. Clearly, clearly there's quite a queue. You see, this is why I, this is why I stick with yeah. Danny. I think I'm quite, you know, I've got my chance. Oh, he's so good in so many movies. He just plays that character, doesn't he? That mm-hmm. we just, yeah, yeah, we all want the to. Way follow he him walks. Yeah. yeah, he's quite a guy. Okay, we've got two more questions. The next one's it's a bit of a random one. Fingers for toes or toes for fingers? toes ah really mm-hmm. i don't mind my feet but i hate my hands okay you're the first person that said that do you know that yeah yeah no i think most people hate their feet don't they but my, my feet aren't bad but yeah. my hands are like claws <laughs> well that's all the hard work of the swimming well it's tomatoes she's been digging out yeah <laughs> there's, there's jack tomatoes <laughs> yeah nicola well, my, my feet are actually the thinnest bit about me. I, I've got quite bony feet. 
perhaps I should love them because they're the boniest bit about me, but probably my hands. Probably my hands are more attractive than my You've got toes. Lovely. She has got very lovely hands. Yeah. Okay. Important when one is putting her in the water. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. True. <laughs> and then the final question, which I've mixed up a little bit considering the topic uh, we normally ask people one thing they wish everyone knew about the weather but I'm going to ask you one thing you wish everybody knew about swimming I think it's the feeling of swimming mm-hmm. I wish that everyone would get into a pool and experience the feeling of swimming I don't think you know what it feels like until you've done it and I think that weightlessness and freedom yeah yeah, yeah. everybody feels yeah you do, you, you, you're transported, you know, everyone can be a mermaid in the water. It's just lovely, really lovely. You even, can't... The, even the men. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Quite a lot of men. <laughs> Quite good mermaids. So mermaid, mermaiding is a thing now. Do you know that? Yeah. yeah. They've got these great big tails, haven't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't mind trying that. Yeah, that's what I, I thought when I saw it. Mm. <laughs> Getting to... And then maybe I'd actually have an idea how I should be kicking my legs because everyone says you should move like a fish. Yeah. <laughs> so. Must be really good for your abs. Do you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. It must there. be great. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Although, we should all start mermaiding. We should. <laughs> I'm just wondering where I'd dry it out, though, in my house. It's too small. Big, massive tail. Leave it outside. <laughs> yeah, <this giant laughs> Hang it up when you head to the front yeah. door. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my tail? the tail outside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you imagine when... tail anywhere? Can you imagine when we're out of lockdown and everything's back up and like the train's running, just getting on the train with this massive mermaid <laughs> towel going to the local Lido? I'm mermaiding after work. Yeah, kind of hash. Can you just squeeze in here with this tail? Yeah. <laughs> Take it for two, please. Me and the tail. <laughs> ladies thank you so much for joining us today as we always we're going to leave you with a little weather wisdom so today i'm going to explain when clouds appear like towers the earth is refreshed by frequent showers so in weather if you look at the start of the day there's not sort of a cloud in the sky and then as the hours go by you might see little clouds starting to bubble up if you notice that cloud building and getting taller than it is wider, it normally means there's enough moisture in that cloud to actually start producing a shower. So it's on those days you can be fairly certain that you are going to see some showers. And actually those tall clouds are start their life off as a cumulus cloud and then they turn into a towering cumulus cloud. And eventually on some days they'll turn into a cumulonimbus cloud, which is where we get thunderstorms and we get lightning. And some people love it, but actually... There is quite a few people who don't like thunder and are really afraid of it. I myself, I'm not one of them. I do love to see a good thunderstorm in the sky. Yeah, like, me too. That comes with the job, right? You got to look. I think so. Sky. I think so. Yeah. Remember when you're on shift and there's a thunderstorm, everyone runs to the window to watch the lightning. They get very excited. <laughs> I love it. You can always tell when there's a forecaster around. They'll be outside looking at the thunderstorms. They'll all just yeah. stop and look up. Like, all is that the a time. cloud to cloud lightning strike or is it a cloud to ground lightning strike? What type of lightning strike is it? Yeah. Lots of details in it. But when we do see them building, you can be fairly sure that there's going to be a shower in the day, especially if those clouds have already bubbled up by about midday. You're fairly certain that you're probably going to get a, um, a shower out a bit later in the day. Very interesting. I've never thought about a cloud being tall and tower-like. No, no, yeah. That was fascinating. Thank you. Yeah. I'm all over all over the clouds. I could talk about them all day. I'd bore you to death. <laughs> 
<laughs> they, but they do tell the story of our sky, you know, they, mm. they, you can tell what's going to happen with the weather, depending on what your clouds are in the morning and the evening time. But, you know, yeah, well, I spend most of my time like this, like with my always <laughs> my looking up. Yeah. yeah. If you like us have really enjoyed today's episode, I mean, I've absolutely loved it. Yeah, thank you so much. It's been so, so good. But if you've enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate and review. Um, We would love a five star. If you could share the (laughs) podcast as well, we would absolutely love that. If you would like more weather in your life, you can follow us on Instagram. We are for the love of weather. And on Twitter, we are the number four love of weather. Um, And as always, we really hope that you leave this episode today loving the weather just that little bit more. But also that you might actually start swimming. Yeah, you might be like two minutes ago. Love the Lido ladies just as much as we do. And you can check them out on Instagram. Definitely. They have such a great feed. It is just full of pure joy and happiness. And we cannot thank you enough for sharing those lovely pictures so do go and check that out as well but until the next time thanks everybody for listening bye thank you bye bye